0: here yeah okay so it didn't allow me to do what i thought i was going to do but i'll kick it off like this right now um <laughs> welcome to the he's an on time guard podcast um your host Maul. uh i today have a very special guest on the show um just happens to be my cousin you know what i'm saying uh fitness theory, that's that's his uh, social media handle on pretty much everything. Yeah, everything. All right. That's his social media on everything. Um, my cuz doing a lot of stuff, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Slight, like, slight, slight. <laughs> nah, not slight at all. You know what I'm saying we ain't downplaying this stuff no more. Like, we, we, this, 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 the year of letting it hang out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Um, so, so, you know, like I said, this is actually, uh, the 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 man responsible for the healthy mall situation. You know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> very appreciative of all the the training and everything that we that we have done um, and will do, and and all that other good stuff. But I think it's still just paying me back because I used to bully him on the court. So yeah, you know I'm saying. All the time. Just, <laughs> I think he just trying to get me back a little bit, but it's <laughs> all good. Um. I'm going to kick off some of these questions, uh, and then we, you know what I'm saying, we'll just go with the rest of the, the flow, how it, how it really leads us. Um, how long have you been training, first of all?
1: I mean, I've been in and out of it, dibbling and dabbling since, like, I want to say, like, '09, But it didn't really get serious and start kicking off till like, I want to say, 15, 16. Um, and I think that that's at the point where I developed my own style. And I think because I was more so thinking about how I used to work at the physical therapy clinic, so I was thinking more so of a therapy aspect of it and not looking at how to overall strengthen a bigger group of muscles. So I developed my style around that time, and from then, that's when I started breaking people down a little differently. That's when training
0: started to hit a little different for people with me. Yeah, yeah. I I know you definitely... um do a lot of modifications for people and stuff like that. Like I had a shoulder injury just from uh baseball and um, we, you know what I'm saying? We definitely worked around the injury and, and, but it still strengthened the area. So, and I know that was, you know, one of the biggest uh, major things that I, I I wanted to do and uh, that, that definitely. So doing the physical therapy, um, you definitely feel like as though that has helped your, your training, um you you also have a sports background do, do, do does that help with your uh you know your your training and workout and,
1: and uh that? yeah that that helps a lot um from physical therapy then you can um and then relate to sports so with sports you go into everything as far as like quick movements and explosiveness and Um, being able to have stabilizers and learning how to actually teach somebody how to fire something off and on. Because despite what people may think that you sending your your child to these coaches at these schools and these AAU camps, they're not really telling your child how to preserve their body so they really can have a successful career. They're doing enough to tell them what they can do so they can look really good right now so they can continue to get their sponsorships. So for me, I work on the back end to teach you how to take care of your body overall, and not only how to take care of your body overall, also at home how you can do preventive stuff. Because it's a lot of young athletes that don't do preventive stuff. That that's why they have these prolonged injuries, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: perhaps like Derrick Rose. Like Derrick Rose had issues before he had knee issues. It was going down to his ankle. So at that issue he had he was rolling his ankles a lot so that took off his stability so if it's taking away your stability that's your base so that means that going up it's getting broke down so he could have been still at the prime of his career right now if he had somebody to really address that and even break him down to just had him take his shoe off and learn how to stand on one foot barefoot It's just certain things and aspects that a lot of coaches aren't going to do. So like if you may look at in my Instagram, I work with marathon runners. I'm literally on the ground making them take off their shoes and teach them how to fire off their toes and stuff like that, because it's all about how you work from your base up. A lot of people aren't interested in that. It's interesting how good it looks and how that I'm gonna produce this person so these videos can look on Instagram, but then you end up coming to me because your back is jacked up and I gotta go rework from stuff
0: that somebody messed up. Cause you you I think you gotta holler, go holler at Zion, yo.
1: I mean I can get Zion right, but he just gotta uh he just gotta be willing to break that big bank because if I gotta move and I gotta work with you so many months, I still
0: gotta live. Hey man, he walked like Shrek, bro.
1: He walked like, like Shrek and Donkey. Like that's the problem.
0: Like I I I know I have a couple of uh bros that we we talk a lot of sports and and different things of that nature and one of my biggest um complaints that I've always had with him is he has such a big gait when he walks. Um, and it and it looks really cumbersome, like he's trying to, you know, like he's lugging his his body around. And I know that just, you know, it always, it, it never, and to me, it really sits right, you know what I'm saying? Looking I mean, at it, so I
1: that's also I can only imagine that's also a little bit of like that that man child syndrome. You know what I'm saying? Like he was a big man child,
0: yeah, and yeah. He
1: yeah, never yeah. really got into how his body was. I think he's starting to come into how his body is now cuz even in college the way he played, he didn't play in the in the aspect of I want to preserve my body. He played in the aspect of I'm going to be so explosive that somebody's going to want to draft me, point blank. Right. He wasn't thinking about longevity of his career. Like look at LeBron. LeBron initially started paying, started was playing like that, but LeBron now puts millions into his post, his pre, um, his recovery. Everybody's yeah. around him is it's handling something. It's this um, it's this guy who's a marathon runner. I think his name is Rich Rowe. He literally has a team that works on different things for him, whether it be his balance, whether it be his gait, whether it be his stride. He's an ultra marathon runner, but he has a team. And the biggest thing he always lets anybody know, no matter what you're doing, you're gonna go further with the team. The, pro- the thing is, LeBron learned that Zion doesn't quite know that Zion needs basically that NBA mentorship to somebody to really break him down because he he's athletic, he has oh, everything God, there. Really? He just he needs somebody to just fine tune him to say, sit here, listen, young man, this is what it is.
0: Man, you see you see him snatch the ball from uh, Giannis. Did you see Giannis' face though? Right. Yeah. Giannis, Giannis, that was a face of, oh, shit. Right. This, youngin is, this youngin is here.
1: Right. <laughs> he, I mean, that was a big statement because Giannis is... That was he, a
0: huge statement. That was the MVP, bro. That's the reigning MVP. Like, y- Giannis is athletic.
1: Balls. Not only is he athletic, he has great court vision. He, yeah. As size as he is, he still can break the game down like a point guard. He's dangerous. So, for one of the dangerous players in the league, I'm saying by all means, like for NBA All-Star Weekend, they get make him a team captain against LeBron James. And at the end of the day, no matter how many people don't like LeBron James, LeBron James right now is probably the best athlete in basketball.
0: Facts. I I you you I'm a LeBron fan, so you you're not
1: out. Right. He, he's, <laughs> he's by far the the best athlete in basketball. And the only other people who was before him is Kobe and Jordan. And before them is Wilt, so people can can debate. Oscar later. Robinson. we're going. We're going Oscar Robinson. we Oscar can do Robinson that. Yeah, that. we can throw that. We can throw that in there too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mister Triple Double definitely gets.
1: Indeed, <laughs> indeed.
0: <laughs> um, another couple of questions for you. Uh, what? Ma- so I know we we talked about how long you've been doing it, but what made you really go down this fitness journey?
1: Um, uh, of course I gained weight. Um, I mean, you know, growing up, I was always the Husky kid, but I was, we
0: both were, we both were 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 Husky kids, but it was
1: so funny. It was like, we were Husky, but athletic at the same time. Very much so. (laughs) Um, but it it starts to get to the point where, you know, you become a, a Husky adult and what really changed me. It was, to be honest with you, I was actually driving home one day. I lived in Suitland, um, at Hickory Hills apartment.
0: Uh-oh. Hello? Yeah, I'm with yeah.
1: you. They didn't have, like, regular-ass, like, speed bumps. They had, like, these mega humps. Like, you got to, if you are a small child or person, you may have to walk to the edge of the curb to go around it. So those are the kind oh, of speed man. bumps they had. So I went over this speed bump, and everything jiggled. Like, my chest jiggled, my stomach jiggled, my face jiggled. And going from being husky and then losing that weight and then that happening, that was such a shock to me. So I had, I picked up, I have a pair of Air Maxes that I still can't part with today, because those were the initial shoes that I started my fitness journey as an adult with. And the first time that's I ran, dope. I ran them out. I took me like twenty two minutes. Like for me now, twenty two minutes, like I, that's I'm finishing a five k. That's what's up.
0: <laughs> so
1: it's like. It, that was my turning point and I, I tell people all the time like and people laugh when i say that like everything jiggle bro like everything yeah like, I don't, like i'm out here like looking like whole jiggly puff in the car yeah, yeah and then i start to look back at, at pictures now and i'm like yo every all the weight i held was in my midsection which was directly relating to things that were happening with me like With my mental health, my mental health wasn't it. So I was going towards comfort food. I was going towards those things that gave you that euphoric feeling. So eating such and such or going to this place and having alcohol, that gives you that euphoric feeling, but it also gives you that feeling that I'm getting away from the real stem of issues, which a lot of people, their weight gain is directly affected by mental health.
0: This is very much true because that's that stress. That cortisol definitely. Uh...
1: That cortisol exactly, that's exactly. <laughs> what I was about to bring up cortisol will definitely do it.
0: That will definitely wreck you. That will definitely wreck you. Um, but that's uh, that's a big thing that I think a lot of people, you know, we don't necessarily. I mean, I, I, my, I myself necessarily didn't didn't really know about um until I really started, you know, started on my fitness journey myself and just learning different things that I had no clue that, you know, stress would, would, would pack on that weight Mm -hmm. um, on you. Uh, So, so, so I know you said, you know, like mental health and different things of that nature. Motivation is definitely a part of your uh, program as well. What kind of started you on your, you know, doing your motivational uh, talks and posts on your social, social media, and different things of that nature.
1: To be honest with you, I had started. Um, actually, it was stuff that me used to joke around and say, and then I noticed that I would start to use those in training sessions, mm-hmm. and then I may have been piggybacking off of that, and I may have added something to it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just that that they start to to grow. Then I started looking at like some of the some of the great people that I like to to like I look at like i'm i wasn't I was never a martin Luther King person. I was always a Malcolm X person um I was never uh never big on people that didn't have a conscious way of bringing enlightenment to somebody else about something um so if you basically didn't have anything to me and you can't make it make sense to me, then I couldn't really follow you so the people who made a lot of sense to me and the biggest thing was Malcolm X. And I have this quote tattooed on me. And the quote is, the future belongs to those who prepare for it today. Mm. So at the same token, that goes to everything that you can look at in life. Life compares to a fitness journey.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and people don't see that. Because you can be in a relationship with someone and they can be planning the rest of their life with you. They can be planning these trips with you. They can be planning this marriage with you, this wedding with you. But they treat their body like trash. Mm. Like they eat whatever. They're not dealing with whatever stressors you got at work. So then, in return, you're coming home and taking that out on other people. You don't know how to process. So at this point in my life, I'm going to take you as serious as you take your mental and your physical health. That's real if you can't take those things serious because at the end of the day you only have one of those so how can you prepare and sit and sit down there and make visions and plans for life if you can't take care of the one that you got
0: Facts. that's real so i think i think that's a big part of of, of just wanting to to get healthy like you know what i'm saying yeah. like really just just taking care of yourself as a whole mm-hmm. like there's a 100% and just because you look good don't mean that you write on the inside, like exactly. you know what I'm saying, or you write upstairs. So, like, it definitely is a big thing, and it and it and it really helps to take the mental. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to call it the mental workout and, and doing taking your mental health because it, it really is um, really important. Uh, so with that said, I think I ask another random question though, but not necessarily random. What do you think the hardest part of training me was?
1: I had to get you to get out of your
0: own way. That's real.
1: So uh, aspects that you would have it and and you were at that point. But I had to get you to the point of I had to low key to try to bring reverse psychology. I had to bring you to a certain point and discuss it, but not make it seem like I'm telling you how to do it or telling you what to do. I had to lead you to the point till you can get to that point you can do a little bit of your own research and then you can come to me and be like hey did you know about this low-key in the back of my head yeah i did because i just noticed mentioned it to you like three weeks ago but yeah it's always easier to lead someone to knowledge than to give them everything
0: facts that's definitely true
1: because if i'm leading you to it So, Tupac always says, if I'm not going to be the person that changed society, but I will be the person that invoke that person to be inspired to change. Yeah, you
0: want to be that spark. You can't necessarily be the change, but you want to be the spark of change. Exactly. I'm with it.
1: And that's how I am now. Like, I may not be the person that, I may not be your final trainer. I may not be that person that may be the right fit for you as a trainer. But at the same time, you're gonna take something from what I said, and it's gonna kick in whether you eat your your real tra- your new trainer, another trainer, or you trying to start this fitness journey yourself and you're like, oh, I know this because of x y z yep, you sure do that's a fact my what,
0: what? my um, thing
1: about this always is it's impact is bigger than a dollar
0: oh yeah,
1: and all. Important opportunities don't always come with a revenue stream.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've done so many free events lately, like the the past event like we just did for um, Sweat Fest. I mean, being at Sweat now has been a blessing, but Sweat Fest was completely open to the public. And I don't know if anybody see it, but if they can go to my IG page and look at the recap they can see it was 300 plus people there. You know how many people we impacted? How many people have in return like reached out to me, have asked about training, asked what I'm doing, and then they end up seeing me on Channel 9 and like, oh, I just saw him. This is so relatable.
0: Yeah, that was a dope move right there. So
1: at that point, now I've affected someone and I've made an impact on someone's life to understand that, God, I was just sitting down with this dude. This is personable. I can understand this.
0: Facts. That's a, that's a, that's a real good thing. So let me ask you this. You being an entrepreneur, especially if even in a niche market, right? Mm-hmm. What is, what are, what are some tips that you might give entrepreneurs, but also um, I guess maybe entrepreneurs in, in, or people trying to get started in the fitness industry?
1: Don't worry about nobody else. Cause you gonna start worrying about what somebody else is doing, what somebody else is doing. The thing about it is with training and people, you let's be real all exercise nobody has developed all we have ever done is take an exercise and critique it and made it better added a band added a weight added instability and we just teach people different things on how to break it down to be honest your trainer most of the time is
0: the biggest therapist ever this is true Oh Um, man, this is definitely true. We didn't got a lot of stuff off (laughs) our (laughs) chest.
1: It's a a training session. Probably, honestly, sometimes you're gonna actually spend less on on a personal trainer than you will do going into a therapy session. Um, Hey,
0: that's really real though.
1: Yeah, like I've, 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 and that's why I work out. Because sometimes I end up because I, I've gained weight. I gained weight in 2019 and had to drop it because I was literally taking on so much from my clients and I wasn't literally dumping it back out. So I was being a cup to everyone, but I wasn't dumping my cup out. So that started to be that I'm thinking about this or I'm putting my clients first and I'm not putting my my health first. That's another thing I will give to, to upcoming fitness professionals. Like you got to learn how to care and be there but you also have to learn how to separate it from your personal life. Um, and networking is everything. You got to understand just because a trainer is on this side and y'all in the same area don't mean that they you. The thing about with training is you need to you need to have people not buy into what you do as a trainer but what you do as a person being a trainer. Mm. Because I can get a million people to come train with me for $50 a head and I don't teach them anything. But if I can get that one person that I charge them $50 a head, but then they become a lifelong client and end up referring me 50 people rather than having 50 people that pay me $50 one quick time, I've not only created a bond, but I've created networking. I've created olive branches for people who are different in different walks of life, different societies, different professions. I've created a whole new stream and network, which, if I wanted to put something together as Fitness Theory sponsored a kickball game, do you know how many different styles of people would be there from lawyers? to professional athletes, to stay-at-home moms, to marathon runners, to Marines, to um, Coast Guards, to Senate senators, to people who work for Under Armour. I can go and have a melting pot of people and probably bring people in and people will have resources, which is a good idea I may do just now. I thought about that.
0: Yeah, that's a dope... (laughs) 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 Um... What's a common myth about, uh, uh I guess, fitness that you can debunk? Everybody thinks that you
1: can wear a waist trainer and lose
0: weight. <laughs> That's real. You ever you ever hug somebody with a waist trainer and they feel like they yeah. got a, uh, they got on a bulletproof vest joint. Low
1: key, they like you know when they package hot dogs. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man! shout out shout out to Ben's Chili Bar with the half smokes.
1: Right. Sponsorship. They ain't
0: even, they ain't even on the sponsorship but but we are sponsored by Bouquet cuz I, I like I don't know if you hear it in the background but you know what I'm saying? We we'll definitely definitely sponsored by Bouquet rolling papers. Okay. Uh, and shout I out. still
1: do pass out. I still do pass out Bouquet rolling papers.
0: I uh, I appreciate it and and we all do we 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 the Bouquet family appreciate you. Always
1: um it's, it's just it's a lot of common myths um you'll lose a lot of weight if you do a lot of cardio real fast you know, you lose a weight a lot if you'll use weight at, lose weight at first to be honest with you, you will but it comes to a point where your body's going to get stagnant because you're doing 45 minutes on cardio machine and yeah that's going to react great for the first two to three months because your body's already been in such a stagnant state that it's something new so being something new, is going to react to it. No matter if you change your eating habits or not, it's going to react to it. But sooner or later, you're just
0: going to be stuck. So let me ask you this: a, an, a, a random myth that I, I don't even know if it's a myth or what what it might be considered. But like plateauing, because I know you said something about plateauing. Um, what? How do you do you think it can come early, or is it, or is it like a time frame that that one? should try to switch up maybe there you know i, I ain't saying give people all the way to the fitness theory cheat code or nothing but <laughs> it, is there a way that people should you know because like you can't do i know you can't do the same exercise on the same way nah, it's, it's called in a row right it's
1: called muscle confusion
0: right okay so, so if i
1: you definitely have to do muscle confusion. like And so say if I want to drop weight aggressively, I'm not going to do stagnant cardio. I'm going to do HIIT training. I'm going to do something that's going to be a short amount of time that's going to be the biggest amount of work that I can get that's going to exhaust me. I can li- literally, when I started cutting weight this in 2019, the biggest thing I added three times a week was hit training in the morning. And I did that for 30 minutes. And hit training can be anything from you breaking out a jump rope, from doing a minute jump rope, 30-second break, do 30 seconds of push-ups, minute of jump rope, 30 seconds. It's giving your body complete confusion because it's going to go back and forth and back and forth. You can literally pick four of the easiest exercises and set them for a minute and do a 30-second break in between for four rounds and will burn crazy because it's giving your body... A platform where it doesn't have a chance to rest so that's why like people coming up to sweat have such great results because sweat is literally 45 minutes once that door closes it's all gas and no breaks until you're done and I mean I've seen people people have seen my my IG to see how I am in class like (laughs) it's all gas like you may get a maybe a, a good three minute break with me and that's if I have to explain something. So HIIT training and oh, the common thing is, ladies, please lift weights. Stop thinking that all you have to do is do booty exercises with resistant bands and do cardio. Lift weights. If you want your body to change, lift weights.
0: That's real. Some 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 of these these models really, a lot of the models on IG for real, for real. <clears throat> be using mad angles though. Yeah. Like I I'ma just keep it a hundred. Yeah. Like I don't even like looking at the the you know, what is it? Like the home like the search page or nothing. Like, cause then it'll be all mad, just mad joints come up on the page and you like yeah. this makes no sense. Like you're not even you know what I'm saying? You you're really not as fat as you think you are. And and, and it's a lot of surgeries too though. But I'm not that's a lot of surgeries. <laughs> you know the crazy thing
1: about the surgeries? Like I don't think they understand that after you get the surgery, you still got to keep, you still got to
0: Yo, here go the thing. I know for sure. People don't understand that part about like maintaining. I tell people for real, for real, it wasn't the hardest thing. Wasn't to really lose the weight. It's really to find a size that you want and Mm -hmm. to maintain it. Yeah. Like, at my biggest, I really I really wasn't as comfortable as I was. But at the time I wanted to be able to throw somebody through a wall. And I achieved that. Right? Right, right. But I realized as just functioning, that really wasn't a size that was gonna make sense for me. Like That's I was huge. huge. Like I didn't realize how big I was. Like I look at some pictures and it was like Phew.
1: But the thing about it, I think people don't understand that when you are a certain weight and you're certain and you're overweight by a certain percentage, how much stress it puts on your joints.
0: Oh my gosh, yes.
1: So it goes from I think the, the number is every five pounds takes like two percent of pressure off your joints. I think it's I believe it's that number. Um I gotta check my references. But I know personally it takes stress off your joints because when I initially started running that first time, it was horrible. And now that I don't have that weight, like you've literally seen me run around, run around like Speedy Gonzalez and I'm just running. And I don't feel that pressure because that weight is not bearing down on me. Granted, you know, running outside is completely different from running on a treadmill. If anybody yeah. is running, please get off of the treadmill, find a track or f- and or find a trail. You're going to kill your knees. But everybody has to start from somewhere and running in that pressure on those joints with that body fat, it, it's a lot.
0: Definitely. Definitely. I i, I can definitely tell the difference from, you know what I'm saying? Not, <clears throat> not having a, it, not having as much weight on my on my joints, like on my knees and stuff. I'm Getting the rim, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Two park back. Yeah.
1: Definitely. I mean, it's gonna factor. <clears throat> like I I mean, I still can jump up again. I remember that day me and you and Terrence were in LA Fitness and I jumped up and he was
0: surprised. Yeah, you got it though. <laughs> I think, I think, I think it might have been a, a surprise of, of everyone. It was real, <laughs> it was real Teen Wolf's like dunking from the foul line. You know? like, everybody was like, "Who? <laughs> Where you come like, from? Yeah, where'd that come from? I right? thought he had a
1: bad knee." <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Where'd that come from? Well, let me ask you this: This is definitely a basketball show. Um, okay, you are a Knicks fan
1: to the core.
0: What y'all doing, brother?
1: Uh, first of all, I'm just going to say <laughs> I'm a Knicks fan, and I want to get rid of everybody from the owner down to the ball boy. I think that we need complete restructure. And we we always get talent, but we don't have anybody to develop them. And that's always our issue. And that's been our issue, to be honest with you, since... After the Allen Houston era, to be honest, and it hasn't gotten
0: better since then.
1: And then it goes to horrible coaching.
0: Dog, y'all got a halfway decent squad though on paper. On paper, we I always mean, have RJ a halfway Barrett, decent. RJ Julius Randle, yeah. Frank Mitchell Robinson. I mean Mitchell Mitchell Robinson. He 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 put. He needs some. He needs an NBA development as well. He do need some, but y'all got Bobby Portis. I like Bobby Portis. I like dad, Bobby dad. Portis too. A and lot. And I got Den- Dennis Smith Jr. and Kevin Knox. I think
1: I, yeah, we Kevin got a Knox. good squad, but we don't they have got a good
0: squad. We don't
1: have nobody to work with them though. Who who legit do we have to work with them?
0: I mean, y'all, yeah,
1: nobody. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that's uh, the thing. <laughs> If like we no just bad. have like if we just had some people that legit we need like a good front office. Yeah. Like we need the front office to be like, yo, we're scrubbing everything.
0: Mike Miller is your coach. He don't even look like no coach. He
1: don't look like a coach.
0: <laughs> he like a banker.
1: He like he wanna just go cut grass for a living and just be
0: okay. Nah, nah, nah. He look like he might be like you know, this is one of my things, man. As I, as I do this show, the more I do it, I'm gonna probably get into, like, the little weird shit that I do. <laughs> and I... <laughs> like, it is... It is alright. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm really coming to grips with a lot of shit right now. And I, I I tell... I make up stories about people. based Like, if I don't know who they are, or like if even if I know who they are, right? Right. So, like, I... I, I like unless I know them, it's really difficult. But like for people I don't know, if I just like see a picture, I just try to make a make a a story about them or some shit. Right, right. So like he looks like maybe he worked at he works at a bank, like in the loan department or something.
1: He do low key look like he work in the
0: loan department.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> he could have like been
0: like. But, but, but they found out about like he was embezzling money, like he
1: was low key working for the mob or something.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. See, yeah. see, see, that's what I'm saying. See, now you're hooked, now you're in. Yeah, you're in. look, you seen that picture that I put. I'm a man, I, I might start recording the show so I could show people and add stuff into the picture. So, I put this picture up of uh Denny Green. Now, Danny Green, um, (laughs) Lionel Richie. Oh, yeah, I saw that picture. (laughs) Right. So, look, why people was like, oh my God, that's his son. And I was like, (laughs) so, 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 I don't know if you know, but Danny Green's mom was in the dancing on the ceiling video. For real? No, she wasn't, but I got your ass going, though, don't (laughs) I? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dog. It's these stories. <laughs> like I'm telling you, I need to write a book on these drinks, bro. Like, <laughs> cause you
1: just, you low key just caught me for real. I was like, oh damn, maybe that is. That's what I'm saying. Let me let me when find you, out. He hit the drone on the low.
0: Exactly. They was doing more than dancing on the ceiling. They was nah, rolling they, on the ceiling. <laughs> they was rolling on the ceiling. But nah, that ain't even happened though, dog. Like, but but they look alike, and it's very possible right that <laughs> that story might be that
1: i'm just, saying, that, she legit, I'm just saying she legit she got into the video some kind of
0: way i don't know but they look alike. i don't, I don't know if they related if they cousins or something he was taller but, but they mean, look the same much,
1: but they look the
0: same though like you know what i'm saying I
1: mean, like jeans this. don't don't always go with height but this they look true. the same
0: this is true this is very much so true <laughs> like I don't know But I, I asked you about your team Not not that my team is any better um, I mean I don't know what we doing dog I was just
1: about to ask you How are y'all structured right now
0: Um So I mean what you, th- you think Bill out of there Hell no dog Like listen What I feel is I feel that Bill has been disrespected Really? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Slim, he hooping. Yeah, he, he is. He hooping. How was he not an all star? Then, then, Damon Lilly got hurt, so D. Book got put in. Yeah, I don't know if you know that. That is what happened. That's, so that's trash. Right, and I get it. I get it because it's West Coast, right? So I'm not. I'm not all the way upset with it. I will just say that I really think that Bill should have been in the All Star.
1: No, I no, I definitely agree. <clears throat> like he has really, really been out here. Like the games I've been catching up on, y'all and looking at their previews. Like he, he got killer instinct
0: right now. Dog, do you know? <laughs> Do you know that the wizards that are doing something in All Star Week, I believe, are, are Rui and I want to say David Davis Bertans. He's in the uh, three point contest. Rui in the rookie sophomore game. Really? Yeah. Wow. But ain't nobody else doing shit. So now I'm like, man, come on, bro. Like, wow. And maybe, maybe Troy Brown, maybe, maybe. Dang. But we just got, we just got, uh, Shabazz Napier. Oh, that's Jerome a good Barber. look. <clears throat> I mean, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm low key a Shabazz Napier fan. Um, I like a, I like a. Guard corps, like our younger guard corps with uh, Gary Payton yeah. Jr. Yeah, I like to I like to call him the Mitten, <laughs> the Mitten, <laughs> not the uh, I mean... <laughs> You're blossoming, young Mitten, <laughs> young Mitten. Um, him and uh, Shabazz and, and Jerome Robinson, but um, I don't know, man. I think we need to get we need to get we need to get, need to get Ian Mahimi the. To... Up out of here, dog. Yeah, I agree with that. He has been robbing, stealing money, dog. That's right. That man is it's thieves in the temple, dog. (laughs) Jesus. I don't get it. I do not get it. But I mean, we got Wagner. Wagner ain't bad. And Ish Smith balling right now. Yeah.
1: yeah, he is balling right now. I was looking at some of the uh the highlights they had of him up the other day. Because I try to, you know, even though I'm a Knicks fan, you know I look at all kind of I look at everybody's squad. Oh,
0: yeah, 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 for sure.
1: Now, you know, I ain't wearing nothing but Knicks apparel, Pearl, but I'm to look at everybody's squad.
0: Doc, what you think of the Lakers, dog? Who 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 you think on who who you first of all, it's kinda weird because the NBA championship can't be two West Coast teams. That it probably should be. It can't, but it probably should be. <laughs> that should be crazy though. But who 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 do you think is coming gonna come out of the West? Don?
1: I was thinking Houston was really going to do something. Okay, but uh, I don't know because I feel like between Russell. And Harden, one of them gonna have an emotional breakdown, and it's gonna hmm. fuck it up, and <clears throat> my is gonna be shooting from the opposite free throw line. Just, Sorry, I just,
0: of... I'm gonna be a hundred. I just don't feel like it's enough basketballs. You can only play with one basketball. Yeah, time, right? and when it gets cut down to that time, I feel like, <sighs> but so I feel not... like no
1: matter where Russell's gonna go, Russell's always gonna be with. He's gonna want to be the man. Same thing with OKC, like. That was KD's team, and Russell was co-starring, but he wasn't really, really accepting that. That's a part. I swear, that's a part of the reason why KD left.
0: Oh, I'm listen. Um, you know how I feel about this whole KD joint, right? So <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to really, you know, what I'm saying, get too deep into that, but I, I think, I think, if anything, they played a part for too long, yeah, and then you can't bring two, two people, two stars, honestly, yeah, together. They've de- tried to do that before and it didn't work in Houston when they did it with Charles Barkley, Clyde Drexler, and the Dream. Oh like, yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, come on, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it didn't so work. It didn't work, man. It didn't work. And then they brought Pippin over and that just got real stupid and it got funny. So I I'm I'm just saying. I know it just it's not gonna really mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not impressed with, with with Houston necessarily. I feel so bad. I at one point in time I was like, ha go Golden state. That's what y'all asses get. But right. I I started feeling bad for Golden state.
1: Yo, what did you think about that Andre Equidala uh trade? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: good look for the heat.
1: Great look for the heat. <laughs> I mean, because they on life support, so it was a great look for the. Eat.
0: Um, it's, I ain't heard nothing about hero in a minute. He 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 still uh, he still cooking or no? Uh
1: he not as as flammable as he once was. Um, mm. he's just a slight scorch right now. True from what I've seen,
0: I know um. Bam going to the uh, to the All Star game. Oh, word! Yeah, hmm. he. I mean, he got he got ugly numbers, but his but he plays his his play doesn't show up in the box score. Let's say that. Let me hmm. say that. So I mean, I, I I can appreciate that. though. Yeah, I, I mean, because you're still that. a contributing factor. Yeah, he's. Definitely a contributing factor. Like, right? if nothing else, he's for sure a contributing factor. Um Do you think <clears throat> what's your over and under on the return on John Wall? You think you're gonna be an all star or like I'm
1: all I'm I'm always at the point of like I wanna see I always want to see somebody come back like and just ball out. Like I think that's why I still held so much hope for Derrick Because I just want to see him like just even just come back or get with the team that's of championship caliber and he is literally the contributing factor why they win it all. But I don't know about John Wall. John Wall when John Wall got to the <clears throat> league It all started there. It started then because he legitimately had no help. So he's legitimately pushing the ball and pushing himself beyond limits. And he's getting down the court. He's hooping hard. He's going to the paint. The thing about it is, but you you don't have no help. At the end of the day, you you can't throw the ball, catch the ball, come down and lay it up. And like you, unless you the flash or you like a meta human, um, you can't do that. So I want to see the best out of them, but do I think it may ha- it may happen? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I know we close to that eighth seed though. Yeah, I, think we, uh, like, I think we like three behind.
1: Yeah, three behind right now.
0: I don't want to tank. I ain't no tanker. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't call me Thomas. (laughs) I ain't with that tank move. So, you know what I'm saying? I really think that we can, uh, if we can get in the playoffs, and I think we can win games, though, believe it or not. I think
1: y'all can legitimately win games. I think y'all can get past the first one or two rounds.
0: Don't you, we score a hundred and twenty points. But y'all gotta yeah. play,
1: but that's the thing. But, but, but look
0: though, but we give up about a hundred and fifty. I was about to say, but
1: you you, you give up one fifty, you drop one. Oh, we get
0: about, we we're, oh, we will drop a hundred and twenty on you, but we'll give you one seventy-five. We'll give you one seventy-five. Yeah, dang. I said, man, that way I think it was Denver that game. Yeah. No, said, hold up, bro. What are y'all finna get these feet, people? I was looking at uh at the game. Like, I would have had to turn in my car.
1: Oh, this shit look like a college school.
0: What the hell? It was, it was on that 2K rookie mode. It was. It was
1: like, when the court is just hoop, like the hoop is <laughs> just big. The C. It's the C. <laughs> just throw it up. It's gonna drop somewhere good in there.
0: In the lake. Put it in the lake. It's gonna drop
1: somewhere good in there. It'd be all right. Just throw that shit up.
0: Dog, so let me ask you this, because with your last fifteen minutes, what you got going on? What's the moves? What's what's happening for fitness theory? What what you need to let the people know? How can they reach you? How can they find you I Need everything right All
1: now. All right, so even right now we got. I actually have a boot camp this Saturday with two other trainers, my man Jay Worthy and Body by Shell. It's called Cupid Circuit. We didn't think it was going to get this big. We initially had 75 slots. I seen y'all got to
0: ask people at the door, though. like
1: Bro, we, we we literally have 115 people registered because we opened up more slots. We, like, whoever first come, first serve, like, we got to lock the door, like, off, off that stuff. Like, I got people still texting me
0: right Train now. Train the doors, cold red.
1: Right. I'm out here like crazy Joe. Like, I got to. Chain the doors, like it, it's that crazy right now. So I got that going on. Also, outside of that, you know, I'm at uh, D, uh sweat DC now. Um, so with sweat DC, I teach um, strength and conditioning, basically muscle building on Mondays and Thursdays at 7:15. I teach a hit class on Tuesday at 7:15. I also am doing a 2020 transformation plan, uh, which basically is a six week program for people to come in, they work out two times a week with me at 515, but also they get a full meal plan and they get a full workout plan for them to follow the days we don't meet. Um, Right now, the average weight loss that I've had between is between um, 10 and 18 pounds over the six weeks, but that's because they're not completely sticking to the plan. And, you know, people start getting to that point where it's like week five and I'm getting tired of it but they're still making good results. Then I have the men's muscle building class that's on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.15. Other down than down. that, I'm getting ready to open up my schedule so I can start training full-time. Um, people, mm-hmm. want, nice. people want to get in touch with me, they can hit me up on my IG at fitness theory or email me fitnesstheorytraining at gmail.com if I don't get back into it. To you, it'd be like twenty-four hours. I get back at you. Um, I'm gonna be on some more Fit DC events. I just did, you know, Cupid's Revenge with Sweat DC and Fit DC, which was uh crazy. Um, it was like three hundred people there at Hook Hall on Georgia Avenue, and it was mm-hmm. like from the beginning to the end, it was like three hundred plus. It was just crazy. Um, other than that, uh, I think I'm about to take a sort of sports specific certification down in Miami. Uh, I think it's the DBC um certification. So they're basically the guys that train LeBron, Dwayne, Wade, and everybody. So you literally home and it's a weekend of learning. It's a it's an exam you work with actually you actually they bring athletes in for you to work with. Um doing some more boot camps. I got boot camps coming up uh with uh one of my friends who's a trainer. Um Brittany she works at uh, Fad Body Um, so we're about to do a boot camp series together from April to September so we're going to do at least one or two boot camps um, during that time a month and also when it's hot outside at one of the end of the boot camps we're going to do a water fight so everybody can come through pull up with a water fight just some old school fun there it is yeah. I mean we're well, coming up. I mean you still need to look for me. Look at me USA9 for the uh interview that just got posted the other day, still on the website.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna make sure I tag all your uh info on the on the on the medias and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, I mean I appreciate you
1: always supporting from day one. Even blocking my shot made me work a little bit harder to the point that
0: I was like, Yeah, we going about to go out to this court down, we about to settle this. <laughs> that's why you got that's why you have the floater that you have.
1: Yeah,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys I appreciate it, man. I really appreciate you being on the show. I appreciate you spreading the gospel of the fitness theory and all that good stuff, man. We're gonna have to do another one. Uh we probably do one off probably from a uh from a boot camp. Yeah, that'll do that'll be a dope little drink. Yeah, that the good. podcast boot camp move or something like a, that. A, a bouquet boot camp. A bouquet boot camp. Hey, that's actually pretty dope. Y'all heard it here first. We're gonna have a bouquet boot camp. That's set it up. Say that, say that three times though. Like that's <laughs> that's
1: the time twisted for
0: your hands. yeah, <laughs> yeah man, I appreciate it man until the next time thank y'all for listening to he's an on time guard uh, and I'm your host Mo you can reach me on all forms of social media it's OGQJ uh, even on Xbox Live if you want that work so <laughs> you know what I'm saying holler at me y'all have a good evening good night